Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi there. This is Julian from the Dublin Story Slam, coming to you from my car, which is uh, parked in the shadow of Knocknoray Mountain here in Sligo. Um, I am, in fact, on holidays. And as I look out my window and I see, yeah, I see a lot of rain clouds, I'm, I'm kind of questioning how wise it was to go on holiday here in Ireland. But we are on holidays, so that means that we're taking a short breather from the podcast. Also, I'm going to play you an old story, if that's okay, uh, from a previous episode that was inspired by the theme travel. But it's basically a best story about a holiday. So I'll explain that in a minute. Um, if you are going to the next Dublin Story Slam, tickets will be on sale very soon via the mailing list. It's going to be on August 13th. If you want to go to the Dublin Story Slam, make sure you join the mailing list over at www.thedublinstoryslam.com. Uh, and then we'll be back in August with a regular three stories every month. Um, okay, so back to this episode. Pauline Curtin got up and told this amazing uh, story of going holidaying in a particularly hot, very exotic sounding uh, Greece. And I suppose it's as much about her change on perspective, her, her change on the, the way she views herself, as it is about a change of scenery. So, for this special holiday-themed mini-episode of the Dublin Story Slam podcast, this is Pauline Curtin, and we'll speak to you next month. Bye. Hi. A few years ago, I woke up in hospital after a very severe asthma attack, and it occurred to me that the money I was saving for my future um, might be better used now because there might not be a future. Um, so I decided I would rent a villa on a Greek island for a month. Now, the thing is, I didn't know I had asthma. I had a bit of a cough for a few months, and then one night I couldn't breathe. And unfortunately, it was a Friday night, so... Not a great night to go to A&E, so I waited till the next day, which was not a good idea because apparently I nearly snuffed it. So then a friend came to visit me in hospital. Well, you know, um, friend, um, an acquaintance uh, who speaks in aphorisms, like he could work for Hallmark Cards. And he said, what would make your heart truly sing right now? And... What I wanted to say was to have enough health insurance not to share a room with a woman who pisses in the bed and everywhere else. (laughs) But what came out of my mouth was um, to put my toes in the Aegean Sea and feel the hot Greek sun on my face because that was the sort of holiday I used to have when I was married and had someone to go on holidays with. But then the husband ran off with a young one and 
I didn't bother with holidays anymore, apart from weeks in family-friendly hotels. Well, child-friendly hotels in the west of Ireland when I brought my kids. Now, they were child-friendly, but they weren't feckin' single mother-friendly. But I did get used to eating alone in a corner under a potted plant in the dining room. And there was a few other holidays I did. I did these self-improvement holidays, personal development holidays, which a lot of divorced and separated people go on because we... Well, A, you can go on your own, and B, there's this idea that if you become a better person, your life will change for the better. I never became a better person. (laughs) Sometimes I think I became a worse person. And to be honest, I got nothing out of these holidays except frequent requests for sex from other people who lost out on the marriage dream. So I decided it was time to be brave and finally have that holiday that I'd always wanted. So fortunately, I knew someone who lived on a remote Greek island a friend of mine called Nico, and I asked him if he could find me a house to rent for a month. And he did. He had a friend who'd gone to America, and she rented out her house to friends and friends of friends. And it was a fabulous house. I mean, it was just amazing. It was very Greek. It was just one big open-plan house with, like, eight stone steps up to a sleeping platform they call it. it was a mezzanine and there was just a bed up there and then there was this uh, balcony where I used to sit in the evening and have a glass of pink wine and watch the sun drop behind the mountains across the valley after spending the day on the beach and it was idyllic in fact oh yeah the other thing it, it didn't have was it didn't have a tv and it didn't have any internet and there was no phone so The combination of all this made me extremely relaxed, like more relaxed than I knew was possible. So the month just flew like that. And towards the end of the month, one day I came into my house and I noticed there was an apple missing from a bowl on the table. And because I was so relaxed, it didn't kind of bother me. And then later that evening... I picked up one of the other apples and I noticed there were teeth marks in the bottom of it. And um, they were very strange teeth marks. They weren't human teeth marks. But again, I was so relaxed. (laughs) I didn't worry. Um, I should have worried. So that night, I fell asleep within a minute of putting down my John Grisham novel because that's all I had to do was read. And... It was a very hot night, and you couldn't wear much in bed in, in Greece because it was so hot, and I couldn't even put the sheet over me. It was so hot, so I just lay on top of the bed. And about an hour later, I was woken by a sort of warm, heavy movement across my naked thigh. And I thought I was dreaming, but, and I kind of half thought, well, if I go back to sleep straight away, it'll be grand in the morning. <laughs> But I thought about it too long, and I was fully awake, so I turned on the bedside light and screamed. But I couldn't see, you know, what it was. So then there was another switch beside the bed, which lit up the whole house, and I switched that on, and I got up, and I looked down, and there in the middle of the flagstones on the 
downstairs floor was this like enormous rat. It was a black furry rat and I didn't know they could be that big and it had a, a big long tail. So I did what any woman would do, screamed even louder. And the rat was so frightened it ran into a cupboard. So, but the cupboard had no key on it, so I rushed downstairs and put the table against the cupboard. And then I put all the other furniture in the house on top of the table <laughs> to, um, to keep it in. But the rat wasn't happy, so it kept gnawing at the, the door. And it made such a racket, I couldn't, I was, I thought he'd get out. So I, I locked myself in the bathroom and slept in the bath that night. <laughs> so the next morning I went down to the village and got my friend Nico to come up and help me get rid of the rat. So when we opened the cupboard, the first thing we saw on a high shelf was the apple, the missing apple. And then the rat came out and we had two brooms and we chased it. But if we went to the right, he'd go to the left. And this went on for an hour until finally Nico got him in a corner and was about to deliver the fatal blow. And the rat jumped up and screamed. I didn't know a rat could jump up either. But anyway, (laughs) in that scream, it was terror. And I just recognised that terror. It was that kind of terror of what the fuck is going to happen to me next. And I kind of recognised that. And I felt sorry for the rat. And I told Nico, no, don't kill it. I had compassion for the rat. So on the way home, I realised... My God, I had compassion for a rat. I'm not such a bad person after all. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll have someone to go on holidays with one of these days. <laughs> Pauline Carden, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.